You're listening to the HR Happy Hour Show with hosts Steve Bowes and Trish McFarlane. Since 2009, the HR Happy Hour Show has been bringing you thought leaders, workplace and technology experts, academics, and more to take on the most important and interesting topics impacting work, human resources, technology, and the workplace. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net. Hey, welcome to the HR Happy Hour Show. My name is Steve Bowes. If you have been listening to the show the last several weeks, you have heard essentially uh, several weeks, several months, you have heard a nonstop litany of whining and complaining from me about the weather. It has been a nightmare where I live and pretty much everywhere I've gone in Western New York the last several months. But I must say, dear listener, I am recording this show live from one of the most beautiful places in the world, probably the nicest venue we've ever done a remote HR happy hour show. We are in Miami Beach, Florida at Virgin Pulse's Thrive Summit, an unbelievable event, incredible venue. The view we have in this room, I hope someone here can take a picture of us recording the show. I'm looking at someone who's sitting near me with a camera. I I got it, I got it. I want the view in the background, please, because you won't believe how beautiful it is here. But uh, this is the HR happy hour show. We are so excited to be at the Virgin Pulse Thrive Summit. A couple of quick announcements before our welcome. We have two fantastic guests here, and we're going to talk all about well-being and how it's making a huge impact in the lives of the the organizations and in the lives of employees. First, a couple of quick announcements. I want to say hi to Trish McFarland. Under the weather today, couldn't be with us, missing out on all the sunshine here, but we say hi to her. Hope she feels better soon. I also want to encourage everybody to check out all the shows we're doing on the HR Happy Hour Podcast Network. It's blowing up. I'm telling you, subscribe, rate, share a friend, share with a friend. Uh, tons of new shows coming. I just did a show last week. We hasn't posted yet. All about artificial intelligence, and we broke down how self-driving car technology actually learns how to self-drive. But we also talked about what that means for AI in other domains like HR and HR tech. It was a really interesting show. That one's coming soon. Also did a show with Pat Milligan from Mercer from the When When Women Thrive Initiative, all about improving women's economic standing in the workplace. That was one of my favorite shows also we've done recently. So check that out. Finally, last announcement, we have launched for the HR Tech Conference our second or third, I think third annual Discovering the Next Great HR Tech Company process. You can learn more about that at www.hrtechconference.com. That's enough of announcements from me. I want to welcome our guest. First, our host, and uh, thank you for having us back at the uh, Virgin Pulse Thrive Summit, David Osborne, CEO of Virgin Pulse. David, how are you? Great. Thanks for having me. I've got a long bio for you, David. I'm not going to read it now. So <laughs> I did see one thing in the bio, though. Former professional golfer. Uh, Is NC- that true? N- not professional. NCAA. We've got to edit that bio. Did one golf. Master's guy? Did you watch uh, it? I, I watched did the you have a minute to watch it? I watched some of the Masters. Unfortunately, the last hour and a half, I was on a plane. Uh, it was an exciting end, but I got a play-by-play from a, a buddy of mine who was texting me the whole way. Yeah. So I missed it. Quite thrilling. Yeah, Quite it was great. thrilling. It was great. David, thanks for having us here. Of course. And uh, our other guest, I'm really excited to have her with the show. I watched her present earlier this afternoon at Thrive Summit. 
M.A. Dodson from Movement Mortgage. M.A., how are you? I'm great. It's awesome to be here. And yes, it's beautiful and warm. We're <laughs> grateful you picked the spot. Like that. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> you did a great presentation this, this afternoon, or I guess it was this morning, yeah. about what's going on with your, your program, also called Thrive, oddly enough, at Movement Mortgage. We're going to talk about that in a second. But first, David, I want to turn it back to you. Sure. Maybe give us kind of a 90-second, two-minute kind of state of Virgin Pulse, talk a little bit about the event, what's happening, and what's got you really excited about what's going on here at Virgin Pulse. Okay. Um, you know, we have uh, 620 people here uh, this week, which is uh, huge for us. We had 500 last year. We thought that was big. So we're getting bigger and bigger, which is exciting. Um, you know, I even mentioned in my keynote this morning that, you're, you know, you're attending the, the largest well-being and engagement conference you'll probably attend, right? And it's, it's great when you're the largest you can, and you can do that kind of thing. So uh, we had a, a fun morning. We had Eric Wall, who's a graffiti artist, yeah, who everybody great. loves, yeah. uh, unbelievable talent. Uh, and we had Serena Williams, which, uh, which, was, which was fantastic. Is, you know, we all know how great she is uh, as an athlete and, and obviously going to be a great mom. So uh, it was a nice fit. Unfortunately, my spot was right between the two. Yeah. Which uh, was a terrible, you know, a terrible spot to go, but um, it was exciting. And, and you know, we've had, but uh, just the, the the vibe here is absolutely unbelievable. It's like nothing I've ever seen. And we could say it's because of the weather. And I know it's been a cold spring all around the country. And even Serena mentioned that, right? She's yeah. trying to get to the West Coast. She, she just wanted to go. I know, but don't tell me what, Serena. I, I didn't get a chance to tell this to her in person. She was complaining about 60 degree weather. Right. <laughs> It's like minus one. Up, My up plane up yesterday had to be de-iced before <laughs> taking off to come here. That's right. Come That's on, right. Serena. But the vibe here is, is absolutely incredible. Everybody's having a really good time. Uh, we have a really good show. And I think yeah. um, we, you know, we often think about, all right, how do you fill this spot or how do you fill this spot? But this year, for whatever reason, it was we were cutting uh, stuff more than we were trying to fill in. So um, it's been great. And, you know, a, a big part of today was really about innovation. Um, and we're going to really bleed into tomorrow, right? Innovation and, and things like uh, personalization, which is what the market's asking for, what clients are asking for, things like um, new challenges, uh, massive investment in hub and our partner partner ecosystem. And then finally, engage work, which I think you guys are launching yeah, soon, are. right? Which, congratulations. That's Thank you. Yeah, I want to talk about that in a sec. For, um, uh, David, I, I just want to, I'm going to interrupt you. Yeah, uh, please, that's please. What I do. Yeah, it's the happy hour show. And uh, by the way, it's not, it's not quite happy hour yet. I know that planning. Everything's been top notch at this event, David. I'm sorry. The lack of cocktails here at the recording. Yeah, maybe 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 A minus. But um, but you know, interestingly enough, and I'll, I'll pat myself on the back here. Why not? Um, of course. I, I write for HR Executive Magazine monthly column, and literally the column that posted today was about personalization and user experience around HR technology and why that matters so much. Right. And then you, you talked about that yep. this morning quite yep. a bit, and yeah, particularly with the mobile app and the, the mobile engagement levels you're seeing. Yep. By, by, uh, and MA you talked about as well, like getting getting that the technology right into people's pockets. Absolutely. And, and you know, we're trying to take personalization to even a, a deeper level, as we discussed today. It's, yes, it's personalized because I can or you can track whatever you want to track or focus on what you want to focus on, but having the platform actually recommend things for you based yeah. on data it's collecting is, is a whole nother level, which is, which is exciting for us. And, and uh, uh, so, yeah, it's going to be great. You know, as, as you know, we being the biggest player in this space, we have a responsibility to continue to innovate and that's what we try to do. And it's with great companies like movement mortgage that help us and push us. And, and we, we value their, their insights and their thoughts and, 
Um, so we're excited. This is uh, going to be another great year. David, thanks for the segue, because now I want to talk about what's really happening, right? It's like I'm the CEO speak, and you're great, you got it all down. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> MA, Movement Mortgage. Tell us about Movement Mortgage, and then let's get into what you guys are doing in the space of, of wellness, well-being, and sort of caring for your employees. Great. I'm happy to. So uh, we launched Movement Mortgage in 2008, and so, which, it, if you recall, was a really horrible time in the finance industry, the mortgage space. Who decided, like, let's get into this business? It was ugly. Casey Crawford and Toby Harris, our co-founders, both visionary people, really sort of had a idea about how we could do the business differently, how we could turn it on its head by making it a experience that was positive for everyone involved. Um, From that, our mission statement was born, which was we exist to love and value people by leading a movement of change in industry, corporate cultures, and communities which is a really unique way to look at a financial services model. Uh, but it's served us well. We've grown with the seventh largest purchase lender in the country, and, and we're doing almost $13 billion worth of loans a year. Um, and we've got 4,300 employees. All over the place, All right, as you said this afternoon. Uh, Montana's the last holdout. We are now in every state but Montana at this point. Is that by choice? Or? Well, I don't think yeah. there's a lot of transactions happening there right, right. now. <laughs> come on, Montana. Uh, I know, come on, get it together. So uh, we've got this really fabulous population around the country that's really energized with the notion of loving and valuing people. So we really knew that we needed to dig deep and go above and beyond in how we interface with our employees to help them thrive. And it's funny that your conference is called Thrive because I'm the Thrive director. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, which, you know, a lot of people shake their heads at. And, and, you know, at Movement, we have always focused on areas outside of just physical well-being, specifically Families and relationships, health and wellness, personal finance, and community involvement. All four of those are really prominent in the Thrive uh, system. So Virgin Pulse kind of came along at a time when we were looking to take the training wheels off of a wellness program, find a way to take it to the next level, and start to modify behavior. So we launched Virgin Pulse uh, last June. And and it's been um, a really, really great tool. You made the joke about in the pocket. I laugh because... It's like there's a pocket nag, a pocket well, MA yeah, in I people's saying, pockets. I heard you say that. I, na- I get to nag people yes. as much as I want to yes. right in their pocket. Right from their pocket. It's great. And, you know, initially, as with any change, when you launch something um, that is as robust as the Virgin, Pla- Virgin Pulse platform is, you meet some resistance. You have some people that are like, why can't I just do a couple things and, you know, game the system in December right. and get my discount. Right. And now I'm telling them that they have to do stuff all year long. Um, but it's been pretty cool to watch the transformation from that initial resistance to now even those people that were, you know, grumpy about it are, are making a point to show me their app when I come into town to show me how many points they have. You've got some really <laughs> innovative ways to spur engagement and enthusiasm with the program. And yeah. I want to ask you about them in a second. But just before we get into some of that, mm-hmm. uh, step back just a little bit. Yep. You said, or I heard someone say anyway, you were employee number four, <laughs> right, at Movement Mortgage back in 2008. Yep. And so I imagine there were some, you know, growing pains, some tough times and, and so on and so forth along the way. When does a company like yours or when did your company decide kind of really explicitly or uh, intentionally, hey, the health and well-being and and the safety and the care of our employees is really, really important. We must intentionally do things about it because that probably didn't start at employee number five. How did it sort of come to be? Well, that's a great question. So actually, uh, I was hired by Casey and Toby as a consultant at the start of the company to help you know, set up our finances, our books. I had a CFO to go business. And so uh, for the first 
I don't know, four or five years, I oversaw all the accounting, the human resources, the benefits, the warehouse line negotiations. You know, when you're in a startup, you wear too many hats Mm -hmm. and and some of them don't fit that well. And one of the things that I always did but wasn't a job was to take care of our people. And from the beginning, we all, as a a little tight-knit community of a startup, were really in excited about doing life together and supporting one another's success, um, not just professionally, um, but it wasn't a job. It was just what we did because we were in community with one another and we cared about each other. So as we grew and our population started to spread through the country, we realized that in order for that same sense of community to be maintained, we had to systematize the way we were engaging with our employees around helping them thrive. So um, I would say probably four or five years in, when we hit a thousand employees around about okay. there, we said, "All right, like this is starting to get a little bit out of my ability to just have a regular personal relationship with everybody," and um, and that's where we said we needed to go a little bit deeper. And you know, I mentioned earlier today, our founders are both, um, you know, they're athletes. They are. Uh, intentionally driven competitive people so I didn't have to do a hard sell around like we need wellness they were sort of on board with that out of the gate but what it looked like obviously was open to interpretation (laughs) we don't always see eye to eye but we we muddle through it in a way that I think meets our people where they are that's kind of interesting right the story it's unique in its own way but probably has some similarities to other organizations that maybe you work with that really have success with these kind of programs, right? That the, the owners slash founders are, are committed. They they have a, a culture that's very supportive. Is that something you see consistently in yeah. companies that do well in these kinds There's of programs? There's no doubt you need executive champions, right? You need somebody to push it down and, and, and make it look, make it feel like we care about the employees, right? You're not doing it to, to check a box. I love that story, by the way. And I often get asked, how does, you know, well-being fare in a down market? Well, you started a down market, <laughs> right? Right. right. Um, and, and my view is, you know, when you're in a down market, it's about employee morale, right? So why why rip something out that's so wonderful and for a, you know basically a cup of coffee a month yeah. for employees? Like why would you ever do that? So we find that you know this space thrives actually in a down market for that reason. But to your point, I, I think some of the reasons why uh, Movement Mortgage have such great success is they I, t- I spoke about it even today best practices yes. and, and and you guys follow. A number of best practices um, from giving us emails. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a premium on your and your, your discount, which, or premium discount on your uh, healthcare, which is exciting. You have kiosks, so yep. you're doing all the great things. And, and you know, I think your enrollment is no, what north of eighty percent. Right? Yeah, we which have eighty three point nine percent of our employees are enrolled, and sixty eight percent are engaging on an ongoing basis with the app. That's, and that's fantastic. Yeah. We'd love to see it, that. It's a great story, and let's like maybe get into a couple of the specifics of the story, and <laughs> yep. if you don't mind, and sure. some of the things you shared today that, uh, that I think would be interesting for listeners of the show, particularly the ones who maybe haven't kind of yet bought into these programs as being very strategic and being highly leverageable in terms of not just, look, reducing healthcare costs, yes, still important. We all know it's important. You mentioned it, Dave, in your, yep. your, your keynote this morning. It's still important for organizations. But if that's the only thing we're doing, that's probably not enough. And it's probably not the driver. And so maybe, I mean, you can talk a little bit about some of the specific things you guys are doing at Movement Mortgage, specifically around engaging people in these programs in right. across the spectrum. Because you have a lot of employees, a wide variety of people. Yeah. 
Yeah. People who are super engaged, super fit, super healthy, maybe others, maybe less engaged and maybe need a little more nudging. I'd love for you to talk a little bit about user engagement and adoption. Absolutely. So, you know, I we have always had really high participation and engagement in our activities. You know, even before we launched Virgin Pulse, we've done a number of initiatives that have won awards and have really moved the needle with our employees. I think one of the fundamental, most important pieces is connecting the employees to the why behind why we're rolling something out. Um, you know, I think that if if people feel like you're doing it because it's going to check a box so you can say you have a wellness program, then they're not going to value it at all, right? But if if we can pre- place a premium on, in our case, we do this because we love and value you and we want you to be healthy and strong and we want you to be a great parent and a great spouse. And um, so connecting people to why is huge, top-down support, but then a multi-channel communication strategy is important. You know, we learn that people learn things differently. It's like when you're in school, you know, some people have to see it, some people need to hear it, some people need to do it. And at Movement, we try really hard to include things like video, social media. Um, we'll do talking points so the sales and, and, and uh, operational leaders have the right talking points so that they're singing the same song. I mean, we put newsletters in the bathrooms, right? Everybody goes to the bathroom. Um, so, so that their employees, no matter how they learn information, they're getting it in all of those different channels. We hope that at least one of them sinks in. And then as far as engaging people that aren't normally excited Right, because that's been the knock, right? And yeah. Even back to traditional Wellness 1.0 programs, right? Like if you incentivize people to take steps and exercise, well, the people who are already taking steps and exercise, yes. they're easy. bad people, but we, we, we've got them already. We right. probably don't need to do much for them, but there's a lot of people, maybe not so much. Well, and that's why one of the reasons why Virgin Pulse has been so great, because the small little incremental wins that give people a sense of satisfaction, even though maybe they are couch potatoes who need to get moving and they're not eating healthy, right? When they get those little itty-bitty wins and they start to really gradually increase their step count and they feel really good about that, and next thing you know, they're joining in a challenge. And mm-hmm. we have countless stories of employees who... Um, were resistant at first. They felt like this was some onerous thing. They wanted to just do their jobs. They didn't want to be pulled into tracking steps and, and participating. And right. now, in many cases, they're some of our best champions. So, for example, uh, we launched in the fourth quarter last year a Couch to 5K campaign, where um, which was one of those things where we had only had the system in place for about five or four months, and we wanted to really kind of get some more people that were the couch potatoes moving. So we gave them an incentive of the ability to earn 10% of the total amount of points needed to earn their full discount right. with one participation, right? And because the platform, because it was called Couch to 5K, we pretty much said there's no excuse. Yeah, it's right. for the person who literally spends all their time sitting on the couch. You can do this. And, you know, we, we set aside a really clear roadmap for what they needed to do. And if they did those things, they were going to get 3,500 Virgin Pulse points, which was going to get many people over the hump of where they needed to go to get their discount. And so the next thing we did is we found a champion who was that couch potato. Someone who had, okay, gotcha. yeah, somebody who was relatively well known in the organization via, you know, her department touches a lot of departments, and um, you know, she had embraced Virgin Pulse when it came out and had already lost like forty pounds, but she wow. still had a pretty decent road to go. And so we asked her if she would be our poster child for the Couch to 5K. And she was really excited for the opportunity. I think it probably fueled her motivation too, certainly. But we got her to do a video. We got her to stand up in front of the Friday morning meeting and say, if if I'm going to do it, 
Nobody else has any right. excuses, yeah. right? And so uh, we had over the course of the nine-week program, we had over 700 people that engaged in a 5K in the month of December and shared their photographs with their bibs. And you can look at the pictures. It was the, really, really cool. Yeah, why great a few of them were not normal 5K <laughs> participants, right? There were a lot of people that this was way outside their comfort zone. But now we have stories of people who they're signing up for one once a quarter to get that extra awesome. bump, right? So that's an example of ways that we sort of reach out and grab those people who are otherwise reluctant. Yeah, so I, can I just add to yeah, that? If, if you think about why, we know why companies buy the platform, but we also dig into why do members use it? Yeah. There's three main reasons, right? One is the personalization. Two is people love to track and be incented. Yep. And three is that gamification, social peer motivation. I don't call it peer pressure, it's peer motivation. Yep. And that's a really cool story. Well, and everybody has FOMO, like, you know, fear of missing out. Right, they, 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 they might not acknowledge it, but we see it all the time. And so by really championing using social media and our internet and then our internal meetings, people who are using the system, and I can't help, you look across the room and you see somebody who's not doing it, looking at the person who's in, is doing it, kind of thinking like, they look like they're having fun. Right. Yeah. What am I missing? Maybe I need to try this. Right. <laughs> Let me do a quick reset. This is the HR Happy Hour Show. My name is Steve Bose. We are coming to you live from Miami Beach, Florida, probably the most beautiful conference room setting beautiful. we have been in since the dawn of the HR Happy Hour Show <laughs> in 2009. It was like, like 1985. But uh, I'm with M.A. Dodson from Movement Mortgage, David Osborne from Virgin Pulse. We're talking mainly we're t- David, I, I, I'm ignoring you a little bit. That's fine. <laughs> I like you. I do. But I like the movement more mortgage stories it's a great so story. much. And so I'm going to ask another question about it. So just relax, David. That's, yeah. <laughs> you did two really interesting things around financial wellness and well-being yeah. that you mentioned in your program. And I'd love for you to comment on that, specifically like how you set big goals for the organization. Yeah. You mentioned let's uh, let's let's get rid of a million dollars in debt in 90 days yeah. and let's let's save a billion dollars towards our future retirement. Well, I don't know if that was 90 days as well, but you can comment. I'd love you to comment about that element of your Thrive program because it's, we've talked a lot about financial wellness as a concept, but I've not talked to many organizations who are really doing specific things in that area. Yeah, which is sort of funny to me because um, I've since learned now after having done a couple of these campaigns that most companies see as fairly revolutionary. For us, it didn't feel all that. It was just you know, we've always tried to focus on one thing at a time and to go deep and broad on that one thing. And so the first financial campaign we did um, was around losing debt. You know, we look at credit reports. Well, I don't, but our loan officers and, sure. you know, our processors, people are looking at credit reports. And Americans have a tendency to spend way more money than they should or every penny that they have and some that they don't. And, uh, <laughs> and, and our employees are no different. And so, you know, we, we said we can't really focus on things like saving and generosity and all of these sort of higher level financial um, things until people get a handle on their debt. So we launched a campaign where we sent every employee a hardback of Dave Ramsey's Total Money Makeover, putting a tangible in someone's hand that is unexpected, that just shows up at their house, is a great way to kind of trigger some engagement. And oh, by the way, another spouse knows. Right, right. So we sent them all a book with an invitation to embark on a 90-day journey to lose a million dollars as a company. And we started off with a uh, 40-question financial assessment with financial finesse. We gave employees a blackout period to do it. So we gave them company time where we said, stop what you're doing and spend 15 minutes to do this. Um, And we asked them, if you do the financial finesse assessment, and then we're going to do a series of videos one a week. And if you watch 
at least three out of the six and answer a question at the end. And then you fill out the survey at the end of the 90 days that mirrored portions of the initial survey. If you did those three things, you'd be entered into a drawing and 10 people would get $1,000 payable to a creditor of choice. Right, which was an interesting element you added to it, right? So yeah. we're not giving you $1,000 to go, you know, Shopping. spend at the beach or, right. you know, blow it on, on you know, at the casino. <laughs> right, we, we grossed it up and we wrote the check to the mortgage company, credit card wow. company, car loan, student awesome. loan, whatever. So uh, Casey challenged us to lose a million dollars in 90 days, which is an audacious goal. We had about 3,000 employees at the time. And um, miraculously, 80% did the initial survey, 60% watched three of the six videos, and only 25% filled out the final survey. So I was really worried, but we tabulated the results. And that 25% of our population paid off $2.8 million wow. of consumer credit debt in wow. 90 days and saved $1.4 million of emergency money. So $5,400 average swing. I was going to say, I was going to try to do the math here, and I was not going to get it done. Okay. So, you know, um, which was great, and it was set a great uh, tone and a common language for all of our employees, and frankly, that was at the beginning of 2016, and it's still a part of our conversation now right. for those employees that are still with us. You know, I still get emails. I just made my last car payment. I'm now debt-free except for my mortgage, right? And so... Um, so we did that the first year. The second year, we did a campaign tied to increasing people's participation in the company 401k. We had similarly staggering results. We won a PCSA award for both of those, an Eddie award for both of those, and a an, uh, Pensions and Investment Magazine Innovation and Excellence Award for the first one. So. You know, it was great, but it was all manual in terms of my team kind of pulling together the data and making sure we had all of the right information. So this year with Virgin Pulse, our financial campaign that we just completed and we're still tabulating the results was called Less is More. And it was around driving people to an awareness about the way they spend money and finding ways to spend less so they can either save more or give more. That's great. Um, we're big into charitable uh, involvement. So how that employee chooses to use that savings was like a gift. And so we use the Mercer tool through, um, yeah, that's great. through Virgin Pulse, which provides a budgeting tool for employees. And, you know, countless stories of people who are like, I had no idea how much I spent to <laughs> I know. Like, oh, my oh my gosh, I didn't. Know. I did what? I didn't yeah. know. Um, so you know, I've made some mistakes too. By the way, my son, oh, my son has access to like like a Grubhub account oh, no. that's atta attached to one of my credit cards. Yeah. Oh, no. That's scary. I got to I got to like get that under control. <laughs> I looked at my statement the other day. But. <laughs> it happens fast. It happens fast. So we we try and focus on one thing at a time, but that one thing, we try to make it all encompassing for that period of time. Right, let me give Emma a break for okay. a second. She can take a sip of water. Okay. This is inter a really interesting example, Great though, story. how companies really not thinking in like, in your terms, uh, David, wellness 1.0, but actually strategic well-being as a driver of, of organizational and this business is exactly outcomes. What it is. I'd love for you to talk about how that conversation is going with some of the other companies that you work with. Is, are, are more and more companies starting to think about wellness in this more holistic, Absolutely. kind of comprehensive yeah. manner? And, and what happens when they do? Absolutely. So if you look at the data, and I'm looking at Call it large and very large companies today, 50% are doing something strategic, albeit you guys are doing an amazing job. Like you're, you, the stuff that you're doing, even around financial wellness, I think is incredible. Yeah. Right. A, lot, a lot of companies saying financial wellness, here's the Mercer tool, but to actually have challenges around that and force them to use it, I think is fantastic. What a, what a great idea. Um, but the other 50% of the large and very large are still doing wellness 1.0. 
Uh, I would probably say a third of clients we bring onto the Virgin Pulse platform, at least last year, are pull-ins from that 50% that are doing okay. Wellness 1.0. And I use that term like everybody knows what it is, but it's low impact, low utilization. You know, do your HRA right. and, you know, we'll give you something. I was at a dinner party yeah. about a month ago and, and we were talking about well-being as a general concept. He was, oh yeah, we use it at work. And he turned to his wife and said, make sure you do your HRA so we can get our 500 bucks. I'm like, you do not have a well-being. <laughs> <laughs> you have right. something that we don't even talk about anymore. So um, we're seeing it. We are seeing a, a major shift in the industry, and it, it's companies like Movement Mortgage that, that are pushing others uh, uh, with them or pulling them with them, which I think is which is great. And um, there's a, there's a lot more work to do, uh, but we're certainly up for the challenge. Well, it becomes a thing where um, through whether it's spreading the spreading the news on social media, spreading the outcomes, kind of kind of your organization's growing or people honestly leaving and going to other organizations and thinking, boy, at Movement Mortgage, we did all this stuff right. and it was amazing. How come we don't do that kind of stuff here, right? I think there's some element of that too that's going to start happening more and more. Hey, we'll, we'll start winding this down and get back to the event. David, I know you've got a lot of other things to do here besides sure. talk with us, but I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. And may I throw it to you for one last comment. Kind of what's next? Where are you guys going? Is there something you're thinking about? Hey, where am I taking this forward or... or what are you thinking about as this uh, program evolves in your organization? Well, we're launching with Virgin Pulse, the Engage Work platform or you know section of Virgin Pulse starting in May. And, and I'm really excited to see how we can measure and gauge an employee's connection to our mission, vision, values, and culture statements. Um, we, you know, those of us who've been here a long time and have passion for the organization, we can talk about that all day long. But my question is, does the employee in, you know, Boise or, mm-hmm. or Austin or wherever, do they have that same connection to those things that have us so excited? And I'm hoping that because I already know Virgin Pulse is in the pockets of all of our right. employees, that it is a really great, seamless way for us to reinforce what those of us who've been here from the beginning feel so strongly about. So that's our next uh, foray, and then certainly continue to support our four four tenants. Awesome, David. Uh, I mean, I'm going to give you the last word here, uh, or almost the last word. Know, I'm going to take the last word. A plug for uh, engaged work. I think that's the sport of the future, right? We see the the industry converging, and we've got this great platform with such high utilization that you experienced that right. mortgage. And using it for all these things, well-being. Why not just use it for everything? Engage work, like culture, values, sustainability, and some of those things that are equally as important to companies now. So um, we're thrilled that, that, that you're launching that. And I, I know you're going to be extremely successful and, and we're pretty happy about right. it. And here's what I'm going to do then. I'm going to like kind of kind of put you guys both on the spot. All right. So you're launching in May, which is just yes. a few weeks from now. Yeah. Right. When's Thrive Summit 2019? Uh, to be determined. Okay. Uh, date and location is to be determined. Let's pretend somewhere warm. Let's pretend it's somewhere <laughs> nice and beautiful right around this time next year. Let's pretend for now. I will tell you, I have one final say. We do a, we do a rally yeah. or a, like a vote as to where it's going to be. And I often say, well, I don't think we want to go to the cold place. All right. <laughs> so let's say that's all that. That's all going to work out. How about the three of us sit down a year from now and we talk about what's happened with Engage and Movement, Mor- Movement Mortgage. Great. Deal. Yeah. Sounds great. We did it. I love it. it. I love it. Awesome. Congratulations. What a great program you guys using the platform the best the best way you can. So yeah. I appreciate that. Awesome. This is a great story. So yeah. M.A. Dodson from Movement Mortgage, thank, thank you for being here. Great, great story. I'm so pr- uh, so glad you were able to share share it with us. I'm happy and I think we got a new listener, David. Yeah, I, I know. It's she's, super now she's, that's how I have to get them. One of the time. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I have to bring them on as a guest. And that way well, I get exactly. Yeah. And David Osborne, Virgin Pulse, thank you again so much for supporting the HR Happy Hour Show since 1982. I mean, uh, <laughs>
and uh, for just being a great friend of the show. So thanks so much. So also want to thank a special shout out to Haley McDonald, my friend at Virgin Pulse, who sets all of this up for me. She did a great job She's here amazing. as well. She is fantastic. So that's it from the HR Happy Hour Show. Remember to subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. Get all the HR Happy Hour Podcast Network shows on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for HR Happy Hour. My name is Steve Bose. This has been the HR Happy Hour Show. I want to go outside and get on the beach. We will see you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the HR Happy Hour Show, your source for information and conversation on work, the workplace, technology, and more. Learn more and listen to all the show archives at www.hrhappyhour.net.